Welcome to the Service Driven Life Podcast. I am your host, Tracy Clark, and I have set up over 4,000 nonprofits and received over $10 million in grant funding. This podcast is designed to highlight community heroes and give tips on nonprofit and service-based business growth. Welcome to Service Driven Life Podcast. It's so wonderful that you guys joined us. You are in for a treat today if you are trying to balance working a nine to five job and building your business or nonprofit at the same time. You guys are going to be, we're going to be talking specifically to someone who is doing just that and succeeding in it. So she's going to share all our, all of her tips. And then of course, we'll share her information at the end if you guys want to get in contact with her. Um, but before we get started, guys, I just want to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you are getting anything from this, um, if you got something from a previous podcast, or if you get any nuggets from this podcast, please go ahead and share on your platform, sharing your stories, just take a quick screenshot. And that would really help to get this information out out to as to um, as many minorities as possible. That is our goal to really reach minority um, nonprofit business owners as well as business owners and see them succeed. So that would just mean the most to us for you guys to go ahead and share this information as well. Let me go ahead and introduce you to Margaret. Margaret, why don't you go ahead and share a little bit about yourself? Well, hello everyone. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to be with you. My name is Margaret King Brewer, and I have a consulting firm, BK Consulting Firm Incorporated, where I help and assist people who actually want to set up their businesses legitimately with the paperwork, the documentations, their registrations, the EIN, all of the basic things, also nonprofits. I also help set up their nonprofit and also help them get their 501c3. So that's one thing. I also have my King and Associates and that's tax preparation and bookkeeping. Um, And I'm also a landlord. I have a single family rental property that I own. So let's see what else. (laughs) And and then other than that, (laughs) I work a nine to five. So I have a lot going on. Oh my goodness. How do you balance that all? That's the first question I know so many are going to have. Well, I tell you what, definitely um, getting other people to assist you. So outsourcing, um, use of just other um, individuals or businesses that can help you. So I do have a some resources, I should say, that I can reach out to, to be able to assist me to get everything that I need on it. That is so, so very important. I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we are naturally, we're multitaskers. We think, you know, we want to balance being able to do it all ourselves with maybe the finances of getting someone to help us and Sometimes we just say it's easier to just get it done ourselves, but that's a challenge I think that we do um, face a lot of times because you cannot do it all yourself. And sometimes you may want to, but you just have to come to that conclusion that you need some help. 
and a team of people, even if it's not actual W-2 employees, but just contractors or uh, virtual assistants, somebody that can exactly help you do and accomplish what you need to do. That has been one tremendous help to me personally, definitely. Absolutely. So that's major. Absolutely. You definitely cannot do it all. And that's a huge lesson that every entrepreneur, a lot of entrepreneurs learn the hard way. Um, I would say I was a solopreneur for probably the first maybe five years of my business. Uh, as I was, I just thought I had to do it all on my own. And I didn't realize that outsourcing, you may be able to do it. Even if you can do it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you should do it. <laughs> exactly. You and know? I had trouble with that myself because mm -hmm. I felt like I could do it. And if I got someone else to do it, somehow that meant that I was not capable, but that is not true. It just means that you need help. No one can really have a flourishing business. If you want to grow your business, you got to be comfortable with having a team of people to help you. That's just Absolutely. a part of it. And it's really the only way that you're going to be able to scale. Um, I heard someone yeah. say that the difference between a service provider and a CEO, entrepreneur, head of company is that if the service provider stops providing services, would the company still continue moving on? You want to eventually have your nonprofit, definitely a nonprofit, because that's for the community. You want it to be running on its own as much as possible. That's what you do as the leader and as the CEO. And the things that can't run on their own or the things that are going to be super hard to train, those are the things you want to be tackling. You don't want to be doing work that a teenager could possibly be doing. Maybe a teenager exactly. could be running your social media and knows all about all the, you know, how to engage and knows all those details. And it'll be easier for you to get um, a young person who is also aligned with your vision than taking your precious time and putting it into things that can be outsourced, you know, and that's how you truly scale. It is because you you will just cannot scale without it. You you just have to do it that way. Mm -hmm. um, so that is so true. I, for an example, social media, um, the graphics, the the scheduling, the you know, it is social media is here for prior to stay for now. I mean, if you're going to be a business, you have got to deal with social media. Well, it's very time consuming. It, it can be very time consuming, but um, outsource it. You know, I, re, I outsourced mine because I was like, I tried to do it at first myself. And I was like, this isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> and first of all, that means you have to, you know, it was just too much. It was way too much. And that is not my expertise. You know, that's not my field of expertise. So I just had to say, you know what? let me get some help and i tell you i don't worry about it i just don't anymore like i used to i'm it's very well worth the money that i pay someone else to do it and that's just an example so a team approach has got to be uh, one of the most important things that you'll need to to be able to balance both 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I will even say with Fiverr, and that's, I know that's one of the platform that we got connected on with Fiverr. One thing I love about this, them is they charge to market for you. Marketing, same here. Marketing for us has always been something that's like, you know, an area that has never been our highest in expertise in that area. We cut customer service, creating your programs, getting it done, having satisfied customers. We got that down, but going out and doing all of the things uh, in the internet and things like that of trying to figure out how to do all the marketing is not necessarily our expertise. And so we're so grateful to be able to partner with somebody like Fiverr, who's able to go out and market just based on the quality results you provide as a service provider and let that speak you know, basically yourself. So you're absolutely correct. That's an outsourcing. So it may be a system and it may be a person that you're outsourcing to. Exactly. And that's what I was going to bring up too. Look at your systems. Mm -hmm. Um, There's lots, lots of things you can automate nowadays. You know, you can automate your mail campaign, your email campaign. You know, there's just systems out there implementing systems so it can possibly whatever area can be on an automation uh, platform do it because that absolutely helps and it can be working even when you're not working so that's a very good good aspect of it Um, especially if you're selling a product a digital product and um, you got it out there on autopilot, <laughs> you know, it, you can be really making money while you're asleep. Absolutely. So, and it never stops 24 hours. So you can be selling to people that are on a different time zone, you know, in a different country or whatever, it, it won't matter. Um, so that will help to maybe not only generate revenue for you, but also, it will just help you and not having to put so many hours, labor intensive hours into some product or project, but automation, automate the systems, whatever you, you know, some, some people may say, I don't have it, but just, I bet if you just take some time, evaluate everything that you do to actually get your business, to execute the, the business that you have every single step, like just doing analysis and find out there are things that you can do, I'm sure, to be able to automate something. And when you do that, that frees your time. Yes. And that's what you don't have a lot of is time. <laughs> that's your most valuable. That's your most valuable thing right there is time. Yes. You're be using yes. it wisely. Um, I, I hear I'm hearing you say a lot of simplification, how important that is. Because if you're doing things the hard way, even in um, um I know when I first started in business, I didn't know what a CRM was. I was like, what are they talking about? Then once I figured it out, it was four years after my business was already developed and going. So all of those contacts. I don't know where they are. <laughs> if you've been following me since <laughs> 1990, <laughs> on my email list at clarkerclark.org. But, you know, I was doing things the hard way. So I wasn't able to keep relationship with my clients easily because I didn't know what that system was, you know? So it was so important for me to put together a system also so that you understand how to be able to train someone one day. 
So if you're pr- providing some type of service or some type of product and there's a workflow, yes. you can understand those steps and those work that workflow. And even if you're doing it all yourself, eventually it will be something that you might be able to train someone else in doing as well. And that's how you run the business and do a lot without going crazy, right? That's true. (laughs) That's true. That Uh is absolutely correct. So using um, contractors, outsourcing and and systems is very, very, that, that will be just make a, that'd be a game changer. It will just make all the difference in the world to do that. So, um, invest in i would say and it's worth the investment invest in systems yeah where you know which leads us to money and i know that is a challenge a lot also especially when you first start out is the funding you know and you feel like well i gotta do all this work because i have you know you there are a lot of startup costs when you start Mm -hmm. a business you know or whatever and there are ways to fund them but you might your budget just feels like you can't do it. So it is very, very important to um, look at your job, getting to the nine to five. It's a mindset like shift. I had to really shift my mindset and think of my job as more of a funding source hmm. than just, that's just my job and it's in the way and, blah, 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 and I need to do this, but it, yeah. It's easy to do that, but I now look at my job as one of my funding sources. And it would, if you, you know, you do have your nine to five, look at it where, you know, when you do get paid, they put a certain percentage of your uh, pay away or invest it. Say, I'm going to do 10% whatever your percentage is and invest in my business Hmm. use it as a source just like you would anything else you know you go get a loan or credit um it's the same thing use it and look at it that way it kind of helps with um when you feel like you're being torn because yeah yeah like you're torn because i don't know about you but now that I have really full-fledged, like I'm really doing a lot. And so in my business, my passion out is more my business and what I got going on, mm-hmm. you know? So my job is like, oh my God, you know, it can be like, you're interrupting me. I, you know, it's as if it's, it's like lower on the totem pole Um but I will say I am grateful for my job because of my job. I have been able to offset that funding, you know, the the lack that maybe that I had. I can I was have been able to use my uh, pay as a source um, to to do some things and to invest in my business. So I kind of have a whole new, and I said, okay, I'm going to hurry up and retire, but maybe I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's not necessary. Not like right now, uh, but (laughs) it's all in good time. So um, I do know that it is hard for uh, entrepreneurs, especially if you have an entrepreneurial spirit to actually go in, like work for someone else. But 
I would say it's a blessing that you have a job. It's a blessing that mm -hmm. you have another funding source to invest into your business. So a mindset shift mm -hmm. will help, help you so much as you are trying to balance and weigh it out. And, and then also, you know, do not burn your bridges. You know, I just, I'm not a fan of those at P. I just don't quit. Well, I would say, because you don't know who may end up being a customer of yours or yeah. clients yeah. of yours mm -hmm. and or partnerships, you know, collaborations, things like that, that might come out of the relationships that you developed on your job. So, you know, yeah. I would say never burn the bridges at your nine to five because you never know who is there that you can possibly work with in the future. I love that. And it's actually funny that you say that because I have a client who actually has used a relationship inside of her job to uh, get a specific event space. Um, and so they had that connection. She was able to get an event space for her nonprofit because of that relationship. But I love how you put in the mindset and how you really like, basically it sounds like you just changed your perspective. And depending upon what your perspective is, that can be draining energy. If your energy is, oh, I'm wasting my time with them or back to this, this is taking me away from what I can do. That's a lower energy than the energy of gratitude. You know what? This is a way that I'm able to, I'm not worrying about, because let me tell you guys, I've started businesses with a full-time job and I've also started businesses and just jumped on out there. And the thing about it is that's a different pressure. Because now you got to bring in what you, you know, well, that's how I started my daycare. I just left the daycare out with this was years ago. I wouldn't suggest it <laughs> 20, 30 years ago. And I just stopped my, at my daycare. It was kind of an abrupt, uh, it's actually around the holidays, um, around the holidays now. And my, the daycare owner, this is my very first business. The daycare owner said that she was not going to be able to, it was like the day before Christmas. She said she wasn't going to do Christmas bonuses, but she was supposed to do. So it was like how she did it or whatnot. I was like, you know what? I want to work for myself. I was like, I'm going to start a daycare. And I did, but I did that the hard way because again, I was bring in at least what I was bringing in. I was new in the industry. I would say in hindsight, doing it in the way of having something to fuel what you're building. So you're not out there trying to grow things in a, un, un, not an organic way. You know, sometimes people want to speed up the growth, but they don't have their systems in place yet. They want all these clients because they want to hurry up and replace their income. But the truth of the matter is they can't provide the service level, the quality level of service that matches with what they're asking for. So I'm so, so glad you talked about mindset. So true. You have mm -hmm. to lay the foundation first. And if it's laid and it's laid properly, correctly, all your things are in place, your systems, everything, it will just flow easier. Yeah in the future you know and it's it is hard I mean, when you're building something it's a lot it's a lot of time effort energy money um to build it properly you know mm -hmm. you might have to go through training and coaching and you know all kinds of things that you need in order to make sure your business is successful and that takes time Absolutely. um 
So at the beginning, especially that foundation though is being laid and it's being laid properly. So, you know, be consistent. That's all, that's my thing. But whatever you do, do it consistently and eventually it will take off and do what you wanted it to do. Be consistent. I absolutely that, love that. Yes. Because yeah. that's a tough one. Sometimes people, they get excited. You know, being consistent requires sometimes taking action when you don't feel like it. Because you said that's what you were going to do. <laughs> you know, you said, you know what, I'm going to post and then be consistent. But can I add to that? Also be realistic. Sometimes yeah. people say, you know what, I'm going to, they, they haven't posted at all on social media. And then they're like, I'm going to post every day. You know, think of something that you can feasibly do, especially if you're working a nine to five, what makes sense? What yeah. time do I really have? If that's yeah. the great thing that you can, that you can put into your business, if you don't have a lot of funding is time. So if you can commit, say, hey, I'm going to commit four hours of my week. That's all I have. I work a nine to five. I also have this thing going on. I also may be a mom, may, you know, maybe balancing all these other things. Whatever that time is, commit fully to it. Yes. Commit the same way you commit to your job. You know, uh, you know what calls you on your job and then you're distracted and then you're, you know, no, that's the time that you're putting into developing your business because nothing grows without putting time in. No, it doesn't. And I, I totally agree. Time management is so key. And when you are um, you balancing a lot of things, and, and I will say that I do not have any small children. My son is an adult, you know, so I, it's just me. And I get it. I have the uh, advantage over those that may have a family and small children, especially it's even more taxing. But even in that, that just means in our the time management, you have to uh, actually be more intentional in setting your schedule, you know, yeah. goals for the some people do it for the month and maybe you need to do it for just a week at a time. And maybe some, some people only need the day, you know, what am I going to do today? Yeah. <laughs> <And set> those <laughs> goals, daily goals, you know, that you can just look at today, but however you choose to do it, setting those goals, whatever you, if you have to just write it down, but it, gives you that focus that you need and then like the distractions you were talking about well when they do try to come you can say no according to my goal my plan today <laughs> I'm doing this that and the other you know so that's the only way to you know to get it done absolutely accomplishments yeah and work with what you have someone I was talking to someone the other day and uh, they were saying, you know, that they were, they have a young child and they're working their business and it's just sometimes a little bit stressful. But one thing that really shifts their mindset is thinking, is realizing that the people that they want to help, which they coach women, the people that they want to help, they're going to have children. They're going to have some of the same responsibilities. So you True. powering through shows people that you can do this as a mom. You can do this and as being a great mom and being a great wife. And if you're working a nine to five, you can still do it. Just really seeing the power and the time that you've decided to commit to your growth. And then putting everything into that. 
not, you know, putting all your energy into it and really focusing during that time and making sure you're really dedicated to the growth the same way that you're dedicated to being a mom and to being a wife and to being an employee. Exactly. I go at your pace. I would say don't contract, do not compare yourself to other people um, as you're going on this journey. Go at your pace. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you don't know what other people have or, or don't have in their lives that that's allowing them to do what they do. Absolutely. Just go at your pace and try not to compare yourself to like you're behind or you, you should go be going faster or go how whatever flows with you and your schedule and your life, you know, go with that flow. Absolutely. And trust that. I love how you broke it down into baby steps. If it's just for the day, if that's all you can plan out, then that's great. Just stay in that step you're in, whatever that step is. I'm listening to um, Will Smith's book right now, uh, via Audible, and it's so good. It's such an experience. Uh, one of the best books I've listened to. But one of the things he talks about is a lesson he, young, he learned as a young child. Um, his father had them build a wall. And it was like impossible to them. They were young. They were like, it was this huge wall. It ended up taking like a whole year to build this wall. Oh, wow. But one of the lessons that his father would say when he was seeing them frustrated and stuff there, he's like, stop thinking about the wall. Think about each individual brick that you're laying. You don't have to worry about no wall. You don't have to worry. Your focus should be on this individual brick. That's and he talks good. about how that's went through his entire life of what is your next step? You know what you need to do, whether that be um, incorporating or doing something legally, or whether that be getting a coach, um, whether that be starting to do things in marketing, trust that you know what's important and what's next for your business and trust just that's taking that step, one step totally. at a time. I totally, totally agree. And one last thing I just wanted to interject, please get your rest. Oh, please get your rest. I know and it's probably, hydrated. <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. I, I, I mean, this is in the self-care probably, you know, section area, but it is so important. I hear so many entrepreneurs say, well, I don't sleep, like team no sleep or, and as if it's something to be proud of, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> it's not good. And it is hard when you are working at nine to five, especially. So you find yourself, cause I know I will too find myself working late until the wee hours of the morning before I, you know, before I know it, it's like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta go get, Stop, stop that you know it's just like because you need your rest to regenerate you know sleep regenerates our mind and you know our body needs to rest you'll be able to think clearer you'll be able to, you know, to uh just feel better and you need your energy to be able to do all the things that that are assigned to your hands so if you if you're sleepy <laughs> If you're not feeling well, I mean, if you're neglecting the things you need to do, eat, drink, water, I mean, yes. exercise, even if I know I take my lunch, I, so I do work from home, so that does help too, but in my lunch, I will do some type of exercise as my goal when I'm at home, even in the house, you know, if it's 30 minutes, mm -hmm. I'll do it because that is something that helps us still in our minds. Our minds will still be 
activated, rejuvenated, all of the regeneration words that you can think of. And sometimes that goes lacking because we're thinking we just have a little bit of time. And so we got to, you know, kind of get all of this in a little bit of time. But I love that's a good point to add there, because when you're resting and when you're taking care of yourself, you're sharpening the saw. So it's like you're putting good fuel in there. You're making better decisions. Your mind is an organism just like everything else. And it operates with the fuel that you put into it. And so, you know, if you're, you'll think like, Hey, let me just work late, but you're making decisions that you have to clean up and making mistakes. And you're not, you're not making the best decisions because you're not operating at your best. So first invest in yourself and make sure that you, that the CEO of your company or your nonprofit is operating at 100%. Absolutely. We do it for our cars. We do it for our house. <laughs> yes. We do it for everything else. We got to do it for us as well. Maintenance, self-maintenance. Absolutely. It's important. It is important. So it's a lot, but it is fun. And, you know, it's challenging. It's exciting. It's, it's, it's wonderful to be able to do something that you're passionate about. You know, yes. so- Enjoy the journey. Enjoy. There you Enjoy go. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. It's not meant to kill you. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it, it's not Absolutely. <laughs> it's been so wonderful having you on, Margaret. We're going to have to have you on again. If yeah. anyone wants to reach out to you specifically, I wanted to highlight that Margaret does taxes. <laughs> I know that time is coming up here. Do you do both business and personal taxes, Margaret? Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay, awesome. And so I know that time's coming up and I know a lot of you guys ask me that question quite often. So we're going to make sure that we have her link tree below as well. And then verbally, can you just tell us um, where will we get a hold of you at? Yes, you can find me on social media, Facebook, IG, B, B as in boy, BK Consulting Firm, Inc. Um, on both of those platforms or my website is www.bkconsultingfirm.com. And then from there, you can always um, schedule a time to have a consultation with me or DM me and we can get together. All right. Sounds good. Well, guys, we're going to make sure that we have her link below as well. Thank you so much for listening. And if there was a nugget that you got out of this, guys, go ahead and take a little screenshot, share it on your social media story. Our goal, once again, is to have more minorities in the nonprofit and the business space. Um, I know growing up, I just really didn't see a lot of minorities in that space. But I saw a lot of minorities who had a lot of business savvy and had business ideas. But for some reason, reason, they would just stay on the back burner or they would just stay inside. They would never start to take those steps. And so I really wanted to do something about that and really want to see more people like me in businesses, in the service industry, in the nonprofit space, and not just receiving the services of those businesses. So um, if you got something out of this, share it so we can help other minority businesses. And again, if you want to reach out to Margaret, you'll know where to find her as well. I will see you guys on the next podcast. Bi-weekly, they come out, guys. So we'll see you on the next podcast. If you're not on our mailing list, you can join that at clarkandclark.org. See you next time.